Creative first. So if you haven't watched Blood and Water, the second season, I'm going to need you to pause and then go watch it and then come back. Or I'm going to put down the timestamps just so you can forward to the interview because I need you to listen to the interview. But, you know, I might spoil it for you a little bit. Please don't be mad at me. I just need to chow. I don't know what episode that was. Episode 5, I think, when um, Ufigile finally found out. No, when Figile found out you know about her mom and everything and you know the police went to the billy's place i think and you know for me that she was crazy like noabisa was stressed dog yo the wig came off she's like nah <laughs> child she said i cannot she said not me not me going to jail you know um but you know it, it was crazy um and i i definitely liked that there was a lot of character development the second season you know we got to see more of chris's story we got to see more of reese's story we got some new characters and they already had their storyline um so i really 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 liked that a lot more flesh was put into um the second season and so you know i'm really excited that um, today we've got a very special person, someone from the cast of Blood and Water because I'm such a cool person, yes. No, 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 I'm kidding. Um, but, you know, shout out to this person for coming and speaking to me today. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. Um, could you please introduce yourself because you know that meme? Um, I'm what hoping meme? you've seen that meme. You know when it's like... What meme is this? I think it's like pencil drawings or something, right? And it's like people at a party yeah. and there's like the one guy in the corner and he's like, oh, they don't know. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't. I have not seen it, but you should send it. I'm going to try and look for it, but that's how I've been feeling the whole week. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, this is this is really cool. I'm excited too. I'm, I'm really excited too. And I'm really grateful that you reached out to me to do this. Please just let the people know, you know, who you are, who you is. Please feel free to briefly introduce yourself. Hi, so hi guys. My name is um, Leroy Siafa. I am from Zimbabwe. I was born in Zimbabwe and I moved to South Africa in 2008. And I've been staying in South Africa for pretty much the rest, most of my life. And I recently discovered that I can actually, you know, pursue a passion of mine that I've had for so long, which is acting. And I got the opportunity to audition for Blood and Water season two. And I got, I eventually got the role of Sam through the grace of God. And here we are. Your story is just so unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> it just, it, it looks so like set in stone. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not, I know you oh, like wow. to say that acting found you, but I feel like this was literally yes. just your purpose from the get-go, you know? Just well, honestly, you know, it 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 certainly it certainly was. And you know, if you look back at the things that happened leading up to this, there are so many things that had to happen for this to happen. Yeah. And if they had happened any other way, this this would have would not have happened. And those things were were certainly out of my control. And so when you look at it, you can really see that it's it's all God and that he planned this whole journey out. And it's crazy to think of. 
it's really crazy to think it's, of. it's insane it's it's really crazy um so when you left zim did you go straight to cape town or you moved around a lot in south africa as well so i came i came directly to to cape town and i'm glad we did because honestly the other cities in in south africa are not as great as cape town okay no shade to anyone who lives in those cities <laughs> but, but yeah cape town is where it's at okay what i really wanted to understand is you say that when you moved to South Africa, right? That's when you started taking yeah. part in dramas and like school acting and stuff. Uh, so, because in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, like this is a fit looking person. Wait, but, right? <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, what you're a model. Mean? Come on, you're a model. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, like. Listen, I don't know how it got into modeling, okay? I was so. Can I just briefly tell you the story? It's it's short, I promise. So what happened was this one night I was really bored in, in my room, right? And you know when you have the internet and you can literally search for anything, right? It's 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 endless the possibilities of what you could search for, right? So I literally just had a thought, you know, about perhaps going into modeling, you know, and I literally searched for modeling agencies and I applied to like so many. And luckily one got back to me and I was so surprised when they did because I had forgotten about it. Right, because I did it. It was a spur of the moment thing, and when I actually got a res- response back about you know um, from the modeling agency telling me that I've actually they wanna they want me in their agency, I was really surprised. And so I don't consider myself a a model. It was honestly, I feel like it was just a channel for me to get into the acting industry because that is why I I wanted to get a modeling agency in the first place. It was just like one of those random like, okay, listen, I'm bored. And I think I'm good looking, so then you just yes, absolutely a couple absolutely. I don't know what other pe- yeah, I don't know what other people search for when they're bored, but that is literally what I search for. Were you athletic as well in school, or it was just straight drama and academics and you know all of that stuff? So, so funny enough, initially I wanted to be a soccer player because I thought I thought I could. And you know, when I was a kid, honestly, I had so much belief in myself, no matter what people told me. And you have no idea how many times I tried out for the soccer team. And I would literally, you know, go to the summer camps for soccer and everything and still not make it and keep coming back. And I also played literally any sport that was available to me. I played rugby at one point. I, I played table tennis, I played volleyball, I played cricket. I've tried so many things and I think that's just how I am like I like to expose myself to anything and everything and I, and I think a really small I really like a, there's still a child in me that believes I can do anything <laughs> and so whenever like I find something new I really just try and expose myself to it and believe that I can do it regardless but yes to answer your question I I was very much the sports guy and I did all of that, you know, the sports, even cultural activities. I did debating and public speaking and all that. And only later on did I get into drama and realize, oh, wow, this is actually, this is actually what I can do better than the sports. With the drama, did you draw yeah. any inspiration from, I guess, maybe childhood memories or just, you know, what piqued your interest in acting? I think, you know, there's only one moment that I can really think of from my childhood when when I when I felt some sort some sort of inspiration for acting and it was I think it was the first time I actually like watched a film and it's crazy that I remember this but 
I I watched a film in VCR. It was this really crappy、uh, B movie, this B comedy about a wedding that goes wrong. And honestly, it was so crap. But I don't know why we kept on watching it. Oh well, it was the only movie we had at that time, so we watched it <laughs> as often as we could, right? And I and I remember just being so interested in in how it all happened, right? And in how there were people in on on a screen in front of me. Right, and it was so fascinating. But only later on in life did I really, did I really explore that passion. Right, when I started doing drama, and I got exposed to what acting is, what it means to portray a character, and all those sort of things. What are your hobbies besides acting, modeling? So, so recently, reading. You know, when I was in high school, I didn't like reading, and <laughs> like a lot of people, I hated reading. And at my high school, you we had to read like ten books a year, and <laughs> I would I would cheat my way into into you know making it seem like I had read ten books, right? And looking back, not you cheating. <laughs> Listen, okay, I made some choices in the past that I'm not proud of, but I think looking back, it's a funny. It's I look I look back at it, and it's funny because. You know, right now I understand the importance of reading, and and you know how important it is, and that it's actually really fun, right? And so I've re- recently started getting into reading, and it's become something that I do when I have free time. I still play soccer, and as often as I can, I play soccer. Not right now though, because my ankle has been injured for like two months, so it hasn't been great. Yeah, it hasn't been great, but. At least I've gotten more time to read, and I think just you know, and、um, just engaging with people, you know, talking to people, getting to hear people's stories, and、um, what's 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 interesting about their lives, and you know, what they want to achieve, and I, I really enjoy that. I don't know if you can call that a hobby, but I consider it a hobby. <laughs> like, let's sit down, tell me your life story. Yeah, I am that guy. Okay, like I meet you for the first time, and I will ask you like everything and and everything. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to people, but like, yeah, sometimes it's great. But don't you like? Don't you have to read with IT because you did software development, right? Software development, yeah, I did, and it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was not fun. <laughs> it was not fun, man. Yeah, it wasn't fun, and I think I think more than anything. I was I was reading and studying something that I wasn't I wasn't really passionate about. You know, you know nowadays I'll read acting books, and it is it is such an amazing experience, right? Because because I have so much interest in this, right? And I want to know more. And every time I read something and I discover something that I didn't know before, like it's it's a really interesting experience and it's a really fun experience. But with IT, it was it was quite tedious and it was like. It was almost like I was forced to do it, you know. And I'm just grateful that now I don't have to read books that I don't want to read. I think it's so interesting because, like, you're all the way in South Africa, but I think a lot of like Zim youth, especially creatives,、um, you know,、yes. identify with the fact that you know you can tell your parents, "Listen, I belong." In front of the camera, or you know, like I, I'm that person, you know, and they're like, uh-uh, <laughs> yeah, get your degree. Um, why do you think、yeah. that there's this like negative、wow. or this um prejudice against being creative and 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 yeah, 
and being being an artist i think for a lot of our parents who when they were growing up that's that's all they knew right they were told that in order to be successful in life you had to have a degree not just in anything right but in 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 a very limited number of fields right either you know medicine law accounting engineering or one of those right and if it wasn't one of those are you really going to succeed in life you know you're probably going to struggle and so it's something that we have to unlearn especially yeah. you know as us as the youth as we begin to become parents ourselves we have to unlearn that right to an understanding that you know you can become prosperous with whatever it is you're doing in life so long as you are really passionate about it and so long as you put your heart your mind and soul into it right but our, for our parents this is something that they don't really understand that concept because when they grew up they were told you have to do one of these if you don't you will not succeed in life right and i think for a lot of them what they really crave is security right and the security of knowing that after doing a degree right my kids going to move out and my kids going to be well off right my kids not going to struggle because they have this degree and they can get any job right but i think that is i think that is very limiting right and i think that's that's not the way it is for everybody that's not the way it should be for everybody right and we're only slowly learning that as the youth as we're exposed to all these different things and as we're seeing people thrive and succeed in industries that you know are not one of the five industries that we were told growing up we should pursue look at you preach look at you go <laughs> Sorry, I'm just sorry. I'm just really passionate about this because like you said, right? A lot of people might resonate with that, you know, a lot of creatives and artists and people that want to be either in front of or behind the camera might resonate with that story that I have, right? That I wanted to pursue acting but I couldn't because you know, we've got traditional black African parents who are like, "No, there's no way you're going to do that," right? But uh, yeah, but slowly they are seeing that you can actually be successful in this industry. right and that the possibilities are endless and so it's something that i'm really passionate about and <laughs> i you can definitely see see that did your dad start supporting you when you were modeling or now that you know you're Mr. Famous you're on Netflix like <laughs> <laughs> um wow i think honestly it's it's still a bit weird for him because it's un- uncharted territory mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to to really handle it or what he should do you know and yeah because it's not like I'm studying engineering where he can just be like okay I'm just going to give you money now to study and then after you're done studying you know you're good you know it's like there's so many there's so many things that he doesn't know about it and it it it's it's very alien to him and i think it's a it's a it's a slow thing you know for him to actually get accustomed to what even is this industry what do i even what does one have to do to be successful in this industry so i think i think yeah i'm i'm giving him time to to kind of you know understand slowly and slowly what what the hell is this acting industry all about right so that he can he can support me but i know that he wants to and i know that at the end of the day he wants me to succeed like all of our parents they want us to succeed for sure like what she said like it's it's all about security and i think that's where the fear comes from like why they're so adamant yeah. on you know you need to get your degree because that's the type of security mm-hmm. that they know so it makes a lot of sense and i mean it's yeah. it's really cool that you know like what you're saying like he wants to support you so like that's a step in 
the right direction i guess to spelling the absolutely you know like it, it actually pays I'm like i'm on netflix like bro if i was you <laughs> people wouldn't rest i would be like listen i am on netflix uh, oh man wow <laughs> you know i think i think that's funny because i think for me i don't know i don't know but for me it's it still feels like i haven't done anything and mm. i know it's it's crazy because like people will make noise about it and people around me will be like screaming and, and all that and i'm just i just have this deep feeling because i know right and i always say this and if you watch any interview i've done or if you if you're on my instagram you will see this right i i always say that the only person that can fully know your truth is yourself right and in that sense i know my truth right and i know that for me this i haven't really done anything yet yes i might be on a big platform and that's something i'm really grateful for but in terms of actually you know making a solid step into the industry i haven't really yet and so that's just yeah so i guess it's just interesting to to see people's reactions and you know just 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 opposed to how i really feel so what do you think would take for you to feel like okay i've made it and this is where hmm. like this is finally you know my peak <laughs> interesting question huh i think i think a a, a project where i am really challenged right to look for something so deep within myself that i've never had to and i feel like i have put out a a a solid performance and i think i don't know if you can ever feel like that honestly i don't know if anyone from from speaking with actors you know you don't really ever feel like you've done an amazing job right you always feel like there's so much more you could have done but i think i think just a project where i feel like you know i've really had to search deep within myself and to pull out so many things out of myself right and to put a solid performance a, a performance that is challenging and that people can really connect with um yeah and i don't know what that is but only only god knows and hopefully i will get the opportunity to do that soon would you say you're a perfectionist ah uh, <laughs> i think not in in the extreme way of 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 the term but somewhat i think maybe not perfectionist but i think i just want to i just want to feel like i've done good work you know and that's the only thing that matters for me just knowing that i've done good work and yeah that i've 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 really um lived up to to what i've been called for to the opportunity and that i've i've taken it and i've grabbed it and you know yeah i ran away with it that's that's just how i want to to feel after doing something when you signed up for modeling yeah. i know you signed up with the idea and the hope that you would go into acting right but in the meantime mm-hmm. were you like okay like i'm just going to model and you know we'll see where this goes um why didn't you go full time into modeling um and why did you decide okay let me go full time into acting well so yeah so your first to answer your first question when i signed up for modeling i i like you said i signed up in the hope that somehow i would get into the acting industry right and <laughs> and so what i literally did was i literally it's it, i literally waited right because i knew that there was not much that i could do because of the the position that i was in but i knew that i had done something at least and i just wanted to have felt like i had done something and like i had not given up in the hope of actually wanting to be an actor all right i knew that 
I just wanted to at least have done something right that is towards that direction and modeling was that you know I went to a couple auditions I got my first ever audition for a commercial right and that was that in that was a bit of acting right to, to actually get that audition so it was fun it was it was fun because I I could still you know I could still perform right in a different way in a different you know field that's similar but I could still perform and that for me meant more it, it meant a lot at that time right because it meant that I hadn't given up in the dream that I had to to be an actor right and then secondly to answer your question about whether about why I had not fully gone into modeling or like I said previously I did not consider myself a model right <laughs> I did not consider myself to be a model and because I had to because I had to study something right you know because we're all kind of forced to study something after high school um modeling modeling part-time was the only option for me at that time right it was the only option for me at that time to model part-time I couldn't have modeled full-time right my parents would have thought I'm crazy or you know I'm probably not going to make it in life or something like that you know but so that is why that is why I chose to model part-time and still pursue yeah pursue a passion I had in in a different way right and the reason why I've now chosen to pursue acting full-time is firstly because this is what I've always wanted to do right and now I'm in a position where I don't have to go to school to actually get into the industry because I've I've gotten into the industry God has opened a door for me to actually get into the industry and now that I'm here you know I'm I, I want to pursue it with everything that I have with all my focus and attention and I want to devote all my hard work towards pursuing that passion that I have um, yeah I hope that answers your question it, it, it's really cool just to see you know how excited and, and passionate you are and you're very <laughs> yeah you've got a really good head on your shoulders like what keeps you so grounded because yeah the other interview that you did and you mentioned something like you know yeah. at, at least you'd have tried um you know just go after what you want and if it doesn't work out yes. at least you would have tried um i would credit that to my belief in god and to nothing else honestly god keeps me god keeps me grounded okay because firstly the only i'm only here because of god you know i i did not bring myself here it is not it's not because of my skill or my talent about it's not because of how i look right it's, it's only because of god and so i guess that's i guess that in in a sense is what what keeps me grounded right that that knowledge that i'm only here because of god and that god can take me even further than where i am right now and the fact that he's not limit he's not limited to anything right that whatever it is that we can imagine that it is possible right that is um that is what keeps me grounded yeah my belief in god look at you go man like you're preaching you're saying <laughs> facts oh my goodness when you got the call like how do you how, yeah. how did they find you the directors and everything because one thing i've noticed yeah blood and water yeah. will cost beautiful people everybody <laughs> I literally season one. I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Oh my goodness. All of these people <laughs> models because I mean, <laughs> and I remember I was writing exams when oh man. yeah the second season came out right. So I'm writing exams like I'm yeah. stressed, but I'm on Twitter. So like I'm on the timeline, and everybody's talking about the second season, right? 
And everyone's like, oh yeah. my goodness, is that Shauna? Is that Shauna? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, is that like, is it someone, you know, speaking Shauna? Like, what's going on, right? Yeah. So I'm watching and I see you. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> Shauna Prince, this is, you know. So I'm thinking, oh. okay, how did they find this person? And, you know, I watched your interview <laughs> and, and, and you said that yeah. you got the call um so how do you did they tell you like okay we reached out to the modeling agency or you know just how did that process go so firstly thank you thank you and secondly yeah honestly man the whole cast is just absolutely beautiful and the whole cast right the whole cast one is thing about blood and water child okay <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, a, a lot of people say that, which is <laughs> I find it really funny. Um, but it's I guess it's true as well, you know. It's it's true as well. Um, so yeah, I think what happened is that the production company reached out to my modeling agency, and because I think they were looking for models who can act, right? I think I think I don't know how I got it, but <laughs> I got it by grace. Okay, we got through by grace. That's how we made it. But but they reached out to my modeling agency, and that's how I that's how I got the audition. And I went to a first audition and then a second audition, which was for like two hours long. Right? It was like really intense. What? Yeah, it was for like two hours that audition. <laughs> but it was absolutely amazing. It was one of the best, like experiences of my life honestly and wow i will never forget it just that audition alone and yeah and then i had to wait for like a couple of days which were really <laughs> horrible those couple of days because you know in between those days i really felt like you know my life could either go in the right way or like in the opposite direction so it was a really it was a really like nervous time for me and I'm grateful that I did get, I did get the call and I, from my agent telling me that I, I got this part. And honestly, I, I don't even know, like I could not, I could not believe it when it happened, you know, because it just didn't make sense. It just didn't add up how a kid like me who has no experience, who comes from, he's not even South African, he comes from Zimbabwe, could, could literally get this opportunity to, to, to be in, the biggest series in South Africa, right? That that for me, I just could not co comprehend. And I might have shed a few tears uh, when I got the call <laughs> because it was just, <laughs> yeah, because it was just, it was literally the best news I'd ever received in my life. You know, obviously everyone is always asking, how did it feel being like the new person um, on the cast? Ooh. But also I would like to know like, I'm guessing you obviously did your research before you went there, um, but who were you most keen to meet from the cast? Wow, interesting question. I I have not. Wow, honestly, I think, huh? I actually don't know. I think everybody. I think I was just kind of like in awe of everybody, and yeah, I think I just wanted to see everybody and and just like engage with everybody. And I think that for me was just like, it was just something that I was really looking forward to. And then secondly, when I walked into this room, Laura, and on like all these actors were sitting at the table and these were actors that I had watched on TV, like when I was like 
really small. When I was this small child, these were actors that I used to watch on TV, actors that I really raved about so much because I watched the first season of Blood and Water and I loved it. It was, an, it was, wow. I can't even explain how I felt. I cannot even, it just felt so surreal. And I had a bit of imposter syndrome. I really did because yeah, in, in literally overnight, I was literally in a room that I would not have ever imagined myself to be in. And that for me was just an incredible thought. It was something that I could not have imagined, right? But I think more than anything, what really helped was that when I, when I took my seat and I put up my chair and I sat down and we, we, we got on with the proceedings, I just got this like strong feeling that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And man, I don't, I don't know if you've had that feeling and I don't know if other people have had that feeling, but that feeling, like it, there is nothing that can replace that feeling. Just knowing that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know, and somewhere where you would not have imagined yourself to be in, or at least in such a short space of time, but yeah. For sure, for sure. I know what you mean. Okay, obviously I don't know what you mean. I get the whole <laughs> being on the right path, like just that yeah. fulfillment of like, okay, I am on the right path, you know. Yeah. Would you say that's when you, that, that's when it actually dawned on you? Like, okay, listen, I'm actually gonna be on blood and water. I'm gonna be, you know, acting. Um, like, when did it really <laughs> dawn on you? I think, I think it really hit me. Well, I know it really hit me the day that I had to actually, I was my first day on set and we, I had the day that I was first going to be on camera. Uh, my first day, like actually being in front of the camera, it hit me so hard because at this moment I was in my trailer and I knew I was going to be like, someone was going to come to my door in a couple minutes and tell me, Hey, we're ready for you. Let's take you to set. Right. And like, I could like, there's no going back from there. You know, there was literally like, there's no going back. And I think that moment for me, it was, it was absolutely insane. Right. I was so nervous, but I was also so excited because I, like in that moment, I, that's when, that's when it hit that, wow, I'm actually going to be in front of the camera. I'm actually going to say, like, I'm actually going to be in front of the camera and be acting right now. And that was like my first ever acting experience. So I was, <laughs> so it was, I think it was, it must've been really like interesting for everyone else to see me walking on set and just being so amazed and just looking around in, in awe, right? At everything, right? The setup, right? The camera, the lights, everybody that was there and what everyone was doing, how there were so many people in charge of so many different things. And, you know, it was so, wow, it was just, it was just an amazing experience. Um, and that's the first day that it actually hit me that this is what I'm going to do. How did you prepare for your role? And I know you say that, you know, you and Sam are kind of similar. But how did you, I guess, make sure that Sam gets the treatment and, and, you know, the dedication that he deserves whilst maintaining you as well? So honestly, I did not have a process. Like I did not have a process that I can explain to you every single step off, right? But what I did do is I, I mapped out the character's journey, right? So what Sam went through, and what he experienced and how those experiences affected him and how he felt and you know what, what, what was on his mind 
one thing that helped was really ironing out what was on Sam's mind throughout, right? What was he thinking at any given moment? What was he thinking? And I think that definitely helped, right? Because I certainly wasn't thinking that. I was probably thinking, damn, the food at lunch was just really bad. It was how can they, how can they feed us that food? That's, you know, that's what I was probably thinking. But I had to think about what Sam was thinking in that moment. And so I had to know what he was thinking, right? And that's that's in hindsight is what I is what I did. Not you shaming the the chefs. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> not you. Look, I was making an example. I'm not saying the food was bad. I was making an example. Okay. We don't know. <laughs> um. You also mentioned how you had to shoot your scenes for like a whole week straight. Mm, yeah. How did you honestly stay motivated? Because I think if if it was me, I'm so like yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, listen, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm done with you. Like, leave me alone. Jeez. But like, how did you manage <laughs> yeah. to, you know, be cooperative for a whole week, back to back? Well, that that week was the most intense week of my life. I have never worked so much in my life because we work like 12 hour days, right? So we wake up like really early and we leave like really early. So when you when you're working and you're working, you know, every single day, you don't have a life in that time. Your life is literally your job. But I like that so much because mm-hmm. it it helps me to put my focus and attention to the craft, to what I'm actually doing, right? To the work that I'm doing. And it was incredibly intense. I will not lie to you because it, it's the first time that I've had to experience something like that. But it's, it was also just a really amazing journey. And I grew so much through it. I grew so much. I learned so much. Right. And I'm truly grateful for that. And I want a lot more of that because I prefer that um, to I prefer working every single day for a week than working two days a week. I really do. I really do. And yeah, it was an amazing experience that required so much strength and energy. And I remember when we shot the last scene, it was literally like at 5 a.m. We shot the last scene and we had been working since the previous day. And the last scene we we shot was, I don't know if you'll remember, but the scene where Janet is telling Sam, you know, why she had to do all of this and the fact that he doesn't understand what's going on. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. Yeah, so that scene we shot last and honestly, I was just so tired <laughs> like because it was it was like Friday and it was it was 5 a.m. on Friday. Or oh, I think Saturday 5 a.m. Saturday 5 a.m. and I was so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what that was. I was really just so exhausted and we just, we literally like, we didn't have a lot of takes because everyone was tired so we just wanted to get this over and done with and be done and you know and move on and <laughs> and it was amazing looking back it was really amazing Hectic. but i think that's so cool like you're looking back and you're like listen i was tired but yeah came out great and no one will ever know that i was shooting for like a week straight you know people just put in a lot of work and a lot of effort and it's not just you know look pretty in front of the camera and Say some lines. Yeah, it's really not. Also, I was really interested in knowing because I think drama is very animated and very out there. Yeah. Did you have trouble transitioning from like, okay, this is on screen, so it has to be, you know, a little more natural? So I I don't think I necessarily had trouble with that specifically. I think because I, I did do a bit of research beforehand, right? 
on what was the diff what's what are the differences between acting on stage and acting for film and one of the things i learned is that you <laughs> you you cannot be as you cannot be sorry excuse me one of the things i learned is that you know you don't require so much energy right you don't require so much energy and 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 this loud kind of energy in front of the, in front of the camera because the camera can tell you know anything and everything through your eyes like without you even saying anything the camera can tell what you are thinking the camera can tell the, the camera tells more than you think it does and so you don't even have to say anything sometimes you don't even have to you know you don't have even have to frown you don't even have to to do all these things that you that you're required to do in front of a stage right in front of a stage you would have to shout because there was someone like 20 rows down who needs to hear what you're saying and who needs to see that this guy is happy but on camera you don't have to do that and so i think that's one of the things that i i really um i i think yeah i because i didn't struggle with i didn't really struggle with that specifically but i think just being in front of a camera and the technical aspects to it were a bit challenging because i i didn't know you know the fact that you have to step at a specific place right and you cannot like step like you you have to step like put your foot right where they say you should right like it has to be exactly that right and you have to walk this way and that way and there's so many technical things that i learned on set that took me time to adjust to but i'm grateful that i learned all of that did you walk into it like okay listen no one has to know that you know this is my first time or you like okay <laughs> because i can imagine like as a, like naturally you're going to react you know either yeah. or you, you're either going to be like okay listen i don't know nothing like this is my first time yeah. i'm really excited please help yeah. me or you're going to be like okay you know just put yourself together no one has to know just act like you can act <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> i think wow that's 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 funny i think you'd be acting twice then in that sense like you'd have to put on a double act um but i think i think what i what i did was i made i made sure that people knew that i did not know what i was doing right not not that my performance showed them that but i went out of my way to ask you know what is what does this mean what is what does it mean you you said i should do this what does that mean right i don't i don't know uh, i wouldn't go up to everybody and say hi um my name is leroy this is my first time ever on movie set no <laughs> but i i did not do that but i think i was very inquisitive of which i i just naturally am right i was very inquisitive and i just asked people about things that i did not know and i think that helped and people gave me that support right and people did understand that some of these things i did not know and so they gave me the leeway to kind of step into those things as time went on i mean at least they were welcoming and you know yes. it makes it easier i guess to just adjust it really does what do you love or hate about sam or what would you change Ooh. about sam what would i change about sam wow wow um i think the one thing i would change is I would change the fact that he loves danger. He's attracted to danger and trouble so much. You know, if you watch the 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 series, you you would um you would notice that that he is, right? In one of his first encounters with Fikile, right? Fikile Bele, he literally mentions the fact that he is a mess at the moment. And that is something 
and he's like yes he's attracted to i like you and i'm like <laughs> yeah and i'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> why why would why right personally i am very i would be very judgmental you know but i obviously have to put my judgments aside because it's it's, it's sam sam is his own person right but personally i would not go in that direction right that is the opposite that is the wrong direction to go in and clearly with all the mess that happened right so that i think that's one thing that i would um change and about him and that i don't like so much about him but what i do like is the fact that he he literally wears his heart on his sleeve and he understands that at the end of the day family matters more than anything and he's willing to put all stops to support his family and to be there for his family um, regardless of what it's what it takes and what it will cost him i think especially with the scenes where janet kind of lets him know like listen um <clears throat> i know what's going on with uh ufigile and all of these things yeah um obviously yeah. you've never been through that situation um especially yes. issue of that magnitude how did you yeah. immerse yourself in in Sam's shoes and and kind of just carry out that emotion um wow i think i think i had to really cuz you know there, there is this one technique which we which we kind of explored with director where I would draw moments and experiences and emotions from my own personal life that were relating to that of the characters and I found that to not really be effective for me and to it's also really dark and you don't want you don't want to do that yeah you know, because it's dark you don't want to be digging up things from the past that you know that made you feel a certain type of way it's not it's not nice right mm-hmm. so <clears throat> I think what I did was I I really put myself in the the in the shoes of the character right i really i really understood what it what it was that he was thinking what it was that he was feeling hearing this right it was it was literally as if i was hearing this from my mother my mother was telling me this right not a fictional character but my actual mother was telling me this and in that moment um in that moment janet was my mother right and she was telling me all of these things and this is this is how and how I was feeling about it right and any any normal person would feel you know a specific way hearing these things so i think just that understanding that this was this is actually reality that it's not made up that it's reality it's it's real it's happening because it is you know how you watch a film and you believe exactly what you were being told what you were seeing you believe it to be true and so so that is how that is obtained you know the characters themselves have to understand that this is it's it's real like this is as real as it can be and i think that that really just helped me to understand and just also zero judgments about the character and about what you know what was really going on and just being in the character's head with uh blood and water i feel like it it comes in layers right so the first layer you're like okay these kids yeah. are pretty they're rich you know things are going really <laughs> yeah 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 in the second yeah. layer is like okay there's a story of ofile and buleng right and then i think the third yeah. layer for me i've seen is like just general societal issues like with uh reese um i think you know just issues like that like reese has to deal with her mom and and she has to make ends meet yeah. and then you've got yeah. you know ofigile you know she's caught up in a situation that she didn't ask for 
um and then you've got sam as well you know who (laughs) whose mom was involved in all of this yeah and I, i like that as well it's just interesting to me you know i don't think a lot of people would realize that but that's just (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think for you know i actually think for for a lot of people especially the young people they just love the fact that you know they've got good looking you know people that they're watching who are partying and, and all that but for those of us who do really try and understand what we are being told right we can we, we, we relate with all these messages that you know that we're being told right about how real life is right about how you have to make these certain decisions because of where you come from because of the tough situations that you're in because of your parents and so many other things and i think it's amazing that you see that and yeah that you understand that thanks man like i i did my research you know what i'm saying <laughs> i tried you know. i can see <laughs> i tried did you feel an obligation to highlight that not to highlight but to like represent them or did they specifically rewrite the character for you or did they write the character with that in mind of like okay we need to represent um more than just south african people so what i would say is that initially the character was supposed to be nigerian right and when i got the brief for the character the director said that this character is nigerian and that he has to speak a nigerian language but i went to the audition i sorry yeah yeah, but I went to the audition. I went to it with, you know, with so much belief that, listen, man, they will re- rewrite the script, right? They have to. And so that, that is what happened when I got the role. They literally had to rewrite the storyline, right? So that the character came from Zim and he was born in Zim. And then myself and the director, Nosipo Demisa, had a conversation about whether or not it would, you know, how, how do I feel about putting Shona into the series? And I was like, that is an amazing that thank you for that that is amazing and but i i didn't know that it would have such an impact on Zimbabweans if i'm being completely honest i did not i did not know i knew i knew that there was a certain extent to it of which you know people would feel like it was representation right and that like they're being seen like they're being known and that they matter right because they do regardless of where they come from even if you're not Zimbabwean right but you're african right that you matter right and i hope people can see that through the character and yeah so i think i think i was really just amazed that you know that that is how it it ended up and that they had to read that they actually decided to rewrite the character to be zimbabwean and i'm grateful that they did can you give me like a little impromptu um let's just pretend for a moment that they didn't rewrite it and sam is actually nigerian so you know (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) What are you asking me to do, Laura? You literally what? just said, <laughs> listen, you literally just said that Sam was supposed to be Nigerian. So yeah. let's let's I live out that dream. I don't know what else. What is what is what is the Nigerian language? I don't even know it. It's Igbo, right? Igbo. Is that it? I, I think I that's one of the languages, I, yeah. That's one of them, right? See, I don't even I don't even know like a single word. Tell you what, Laura, next time we, we have this, I will have this prepared because damn, I cannot even like I'm struggling to imagine what the Nigerian accent is like but the next time we definitely sit down and chat don't worry I will have it I'm actually gonna look for you hey (laughs) I give you my word I give you my word having your first role being on a show you know of this magnitude 
do you sometimes I guess not sometimes but do you currently feel a pressure to kind of just like get roles that are probably of the same caliber I think you know when when I wanted to be an actor and when I really you know discovered that I want to pursue acting I never saw myself acting on like a South African soapy or something no shade to South African soapies I just think that you know they are limited to what they can do by a host of factors like the budgets and everything and mm-hmm. you know and so that's I I never really I I never actually saw myself acting on South African TV right for that very reason right or at least not on the local TV channels for that very reason I always saw myself acting in big Hollywood movies and I'm pretty sure everyone does when they dream of acting yeah. right but I'm <laughs> I mean when when I was younger I made this about myself to to never act in like generations or something <laughs> I, and I know that sounds funny I, generations yeah, I raised funny, like, families okay it did <laughs> listen it raised me too okay it raised me too but <laughs> yeah but I, I don't know but I I just didn't see myself there and that was one of the like promises I made to myself and I think God knew that you know and maybe that's perhaps why he he didn't start me there you know maybe perhaps that's that's why but right now i am not i'm not really so selective of what it of the of the type of you know channel that i want to be on and all that i just think that so long as an opportunity is good enough for me so long as it is challenging so long as it is will, as it will help my career then it's definitely a good opportunity right but yes i do want to be on much bigger projects from from here on obviously i'm dreaming i'm dreaming like to the stars right literally i'm imagining so much that i could so much that i could do right there are endless amounts of possibilities of what i could do next or the type of projects i could be on and i really want to go right right up to the stars that is where i want to go as far as one can go in the industry that is where i want to go and from here on i want to shoot for the stars and yeah what's your dream role what is my dream role um so i'm going to probably name a character from a movie that you haven't watched but i will then also try and find a a series that you probably would have watched or know of to equate it so <clears throat> my dream role would be to play a character like tyler from the movie waves and you can look this up when and i think actually i recommend you to watch this film okay. because it is amazing and we will have a discussion about this later after you watch it you know because it will help you to understand the the kind of work that i want to do right i i don't want yeah i want to do challenging roles i want to portray challenging characters right characters that have so much depth within them and when you watch this film you will really understand trust me and we'll have a conversation about this so let me know after you watch it okay okay but that is so that that a, a a character like that will be my dream role because it would challenge me so much right and it's not necessarily the most well-known film in the world because i don't really care much for that i just care about the fact that i want to to do acting right and the fact that i want to to really perfect my craft as best as i can but I would also like to be on Grownish, you know? So <laughs> if I could play yeah, so I I knew you I knew you were Grownish. So if I could play Aaron from Grownish, I mean, yeah, I would really like that. I just it's very fun and it's very it's really nice, you know, and yeah, I think it would be really fun to play. So if I could play the character of Aaron from Grownish, 
then yeah i that i would really love that that character but there also just aren't so many projects that i like really like see myself in and i think yeah new new things new ideas would have to to be come up with you know what about something intense like uh euphoria oh wow so i've actually never watched euphoria <gasps> Yeah, I'm sorry. I I apologize, <laughs> but I haven't. What? <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched Euphoria, and yeah, I've just heard of how intense it gets. And um, but yes, I think I would definitely love to play a character in Euphoria because of how intense it is, and because of the issues they deal with, and because of how complex the characters are, and the character arcs are very. I I know this because I know the concept, and I know and understand what it's about, but I haven't seen it. Right, but I would like to play a character from Euphoria. Shows like that that aren't just you know for vibes, you know, mm. that really like teach a message and that they they mean a lot, right? And there's a lot of meaning underneath all the fun and you know everything else. But yes, to answer your question, yes, I would. The reason why I'm asking is because it's it's obvious that the world is watching. It is crazy, and I don't know if you know Tongai. Tongai Chirisa. Yeah. Yeah. He he recently hit me up and now we're chatting. Yeah. So it's yeah, and he's in the US right now, and that's that's where I'm trying to go to. So it's amazing to see that literally the the whole world is watching, and you know because you know people don't really there there aren't there are, the rest of the world isn't exposed to too much talent from Africa. So it's it's really amazing that a platform like Netflix. You know, exposes people to to the talent that we have here in Africa, and that people can get their breakthroughs through a show like God of War. That's so crazy. So, like, you're DMing him, like, "Hey, Tongi, like, what's good, my bro?" <laughs> yeah, I actually got his number. Yeah, it's yeah, no, it's crazy. Look, I I think I got I got a message this morning, and it was from him. So it actually happened today, and he was like, "Hey, man." Um, good good stuff on blood and water well he didn't say blood and water but he said something like hey man you know really good work um keep keep working hard and keep pushing and then i was like yo give me your whatsapp number you know say and and then yeah so we're connecting now and i think yeah i just still can't believe it because i literally used to watch mr bones i love mr bones so much and this dude was on mr bones and i never thought like you know one day i you know we would be communicating and you know and he would be you know like helping me on this acting journey it is insane to imagine but in terms of zimbabwean actors he is one of the people that i look up to a lot look at yeah. you go man <laughs> taking over the world and all of that <laughs> it's just god eh it's just god isn't it do you think you'd ever like be behind the scenes or it's just strictly Ooh. acting Ooh. Hmm. I think it's something that yes, I definitely will be because I think being behind the scenes allows you to to control the narrative. And as an actor, right, who's not writing the script, who is not producing the show, literally you you get a script and they tell you this is what and sometimes you can co- collaborate right but, but oftentimes you get a script that dictates what you are supposed to say and what is going on and what the story is like, but it will be it will be an absolutely like dream of mine it would, be, it would be an absolutely amazing dream of mine to be behind the scenes to produce myself right and to know that i'm producing content that i believe in stories that i believe in and so that is definitely something that i will do 
in life, but at the right time, because right now I know that I have a passion for acting and I want to explore that passion as, as, as far as I can. Right. And later on in life, you know, when I get exposed to so many other things, I will definitely start producing and directing. For sure. I think it's going to happen. You know, we're rooting for you. Man, thank you. It means so much. Like, I think, I, you know, I don't know if people know, but it means so much to know that there are people rooting for you, especially in this industry, you know, to know that there are people supporting you and you know, there are people praying for you and people that are hoping for the best for you and that they're wanting to see you do a lot more things. And sometimes that is what, you know, keeps your energy up, knowing that there are people looking up to you and that there are people who are inspired by what you're doing. Is there anything that you, you learned from maybe watching your co-stars or having conversations with them or just anybody that, just anything that struck and, and just stuck with you? Mm. throughout the whole process yeah i would say there's a lot of things but what i yeah the one thing that really struck out to me is just you know how how the, you know the actors uh, or at least you know uh, some of them and the ones that i really admire they they are so focused on their craft that that is the only thing that it matters and that is their focal point right and not everything else the noise the fame what is going on all of that is not really the focus it doesn't really matter but instead the focus is on their craft is on the work that they are doing and i remember zikona sotlaka she gave me advice and she said if you focus on your craft and you make sure that you do a good job that your acting is good everything else will fall in place everything else will sort itself out and so i'm i'm really grateful for that i'm really grateful that that is something that I learned and I'm grateful for that advice. I mean, I think that transcends into every single, you know, industry or just especially in the creative industry, you know. So thank you for that little nugget. Um, thank you for actually giving me your time. I thought you'd be so mad at me because like I'm taking away your Saturday. No, no. So listen, I, I really, I don't have a social life. I mean, I'm, I'm at home right now and I'm always at home on Saturdays because... Yeah, that's that's just who I am and I don't do much outside. But, right, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you. Like you have no idea. It was a really it was a really fun and interesting conversation and I really enjoyed it. I was super nervous cuz I'm like maybe he wants to go to Groove and now like I'm here like can we talk and like oh. No. What is Groove? What is that? Like what is I don't even know what that is. What is that? Sir, please. You live in Cape Town, okay? You know what Groove okay, is. Real talk though, I'm being serious, real talk. I think, you know one thing that's that's really funny to me is how when people see me, right, and they see how I dress, they see what I look like, they see how I talk, they see how outgoing I am. They think I am this this kind of guy, you know, who on, on, on a weekend, he is having a jaw and is, you know, is out partying. But I've literally like never partied and that's crazy, but I literally have never partied. And people won't believe me. You probably won't believe me right now, but <laughs> that is the truth. I mean, I don't believe you, but I won't judge. You know? <laughs> I will not judge you. It's okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. I really enjoyed this. And, you know, hopefully we can have, you know, just similar conversations in the future. Um, Absolutely. What's up, us? Creative First.